Super Talk Mississippi media production. Have you been seriously injured? Mama Justice is here for you. Our medical team partners with top-notch doctors, surgeons, therapists, and urologists, ensuring a comprehensive recovery journey. If you've been injured, call Mama Justice today. We're here for you. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to this uh, quick post-game recap edition of the Rebel Report. My name is Michael Borky. Glad that you are with me, despite Ole Miss really getting dominated by uh, Tennessee in Knoxville, especially in the second half, but we're here to talk about it, and I'm glad that you're here. Regardless of the result on the court, we'll do a live stream tonight. That'll be uploaded here in this feed as well. Uh, I know Ole Miss has visitors this weekend. A lot of people are trying to figure out what they're going to do at running back. There has been no official word on commitments from visitors. There's a lot of talk about locking down an offensive lineman, possibly two, Uh But nothing official yet, so just this is going to stick to a a quick basketball recap, and then we'll talk about all the rest of that stuff uh, later on today. So I'm glad you're with me. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get them. If you're listening on the website, just search Rebel Report and subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. So not a whole lot to be said, frankly, uh, about this game. Tennessee 90, Ole Miss 64. Uh, Honestly... It felt like it was even more uh, of, a, of a gap than, uh, than that. But uh, there's a few things to take away from this game. Uh, Tennessee, by the way, is, uh, is just exactly what they were advertised to be. They are an exceptional basketball team. I saw a lot of people, uh, Ole Miss people, after the game describing this as, uh, as the Georgia game in, uh, in football this year. And I actually really like that comparison because... I don't think what happened yesterday is like a big indicator of what Ole Miss is. Because they looked bad yesterday, frankly. But I don't think they're as bad as they looked. I think part of it is that Tennessee is extremely good and Ole Miss athletically just cannot match up with a team uh, like Tennessee. You saw it especially in the rebound discrepancy. We'll get to that uh, here in a little while. So I think the Georgia comparison is great because Ole Miss, the football team this year, was really, really, really good. And Georgia's elite, right? I think Ole Miss bad. I don't know if I, I would go really, really, really good or anything close to that. They are certainly not bad uh, by any stretch. I think they're better than they looked yesterday. But Tennessee is elite. And you saw the difference between competent and capable and elite. And so I thought that was a really good comparison that a lot of people were making. It makes a lot of sense. And, uh, and that does fit. I do think, like I said a second ago, that Ole Miss is better. Uh, Then the way they looked, I think they were uh, a little bit shell-shocked out of the gate. Tennessee is long and athletic and physical and um, really kind of jumped on Ole Miss early. But the thing is, they they battled back, they clawed back into the game, and then right before halftime, Tennessee hit a couple of threes, and then in the second half, just kind of blitzed blitzed Ole Miss there. So uh, we'll look at the box score a little bit. We'll we'll have some takeaways and, uh, and all that good stuff right after I tell you. The podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online, absms.com. That's the website. Advantage Business Systems has you covered. If your business is located in Mississippi and you're in the market for office technology, 
ABSMS.com is the website. Tell them I sent you. You'll get a complimentary assessment, by the way. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will perform an assessment and give you a quote on me. Advantage Business Systems for all of your uh, office technology needs here in Mississippi. The podcast is also brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. They have 16 locations here in Mississippi, so there's likely one in your backyard. Their online banking platform is a one-stop shop, so all you need is an internet uh, connection, and you can do everything that you want to do with your money because Priority One Bank makes you their priority. You don't need multiple apps to manage your money like I needed to with my previous bank. So a second ago, I used the the phrase shell-shocked. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm just looking for something that wasn't there, but you guys might uh, have seen the same thing. It looked like Ole Miss was a little overwhelmed early. I mean, almost 22,000 people in attendance. It was a really good crowd. And uh, they have yet to play a team with the athletes that Tennessee had. And it looked like they were a little overwhelmed at first uh, in the game. And uh, especially in the second half where where Tennessee's good shooting and depth took over. Uh, Ole Miss just had... Too much working against them in this spot. And it was the first time this year they had played in an environment like that and played a team really that talented the, the way Tennessee was. Tennessee is exactly as advertised. I mean, Ziegler, as Beard said after the game, is still getting his legs under him. He had 17, also had 10 assists. He's just an exceptional, an exceptional player. He was 6 of 13 from the field, made 4 of 11 of his threes, um, had 5 rebounds as well on top of that. But um, th- that, like I said before, the the difference between elite and what Ole Miss is is what Tennessee was yesterday, and kind of the perfect storm. You know, Ole Miss's first road game. Tr- I mean, that's not their first road game. Their first game in an environment like that against a team like that. And uh, no, I I do think that they are better than they looked. I, I know there was some conversation during the game that people, uh, I guess, on Twitter misinterpreted as. The, the broadcast talking about how Ole Miss will not be able to overcome that. No, they were asking just, you know, how do you bounce back from that as a team? That is a totally fine and, and fair question and a, a good conversation to have during a blowout basketball game is, you know, how do you bounce back from that? What do you do if you're Chris Beard? And um, it's probably going to be pretty easy uh, for them to watch the tape and bury it. Um, probably some valuable experience uh, in that as well. You never want to lose. That's that's kind of a goofy talking point, uh, of course. You never want to lose, but I do think that um, th- they probably got a lot of value uh, out of that game as a team. You know, this is their first real, si- real adversity uh, that they have faced this season, and um, this is where Chris Beard, I think, thrives. And no, getting beat like this is not really an indicator other than they were on the road in a hostile environment against a really, really, really good team and they didn't play particularly well and uh, they'll have to make some adjustments and come back home and they get a beatable Florida team on Wednesday in what should be a really good environment and uh, you you just kind of put it past you and move on. But no, I I don't think that uh, it was unfair to talk about how you bounce back from that. Again, the implication wasn't the season is over. It's just, hey, you get... You get blitzed on the road. It was your first loss of the year. What do you do? You know, how do you uh, recover and overcome uh, something like this? Uh, it, it was not Ole Miss's day at all, and it, and uh, and that's okay. Uh, for what it's worth, Jamin Brakefield had a, a good day. He was really efficient, 7 of 8 from the field, made both of his threes that he took at 22 points. He was only a minus 5, uh, which when you look at the other plus minuses on the team for guys that played significant minutes, uh, that uh, that shows you a lot. So, uh, 
let's see here. Uh, Flanagan was a minus 28. Morrell was uh, a minus 20. Brandon Murray was a minus 25. Sharp was a minus 17. Uh, so uh, Brakefield very much an outlier in a good way. Uh, had a couple of steals as well in the game. Uh, only a pair of uh, rebounds, though. The leading rebounder for Ole Miss was Jalen Murray. He had eight. The smallest guy that regularly plays for Ole Miss on the floor had more rebounds than the seven foot five and seven foot guy combined uh, in the game. He had uh, 11 on three of 10 shooting. Wasn't his best day uh, shooting. Did make uh, two of his five threes, uh, though, and had um, a trio of assists. Alan Flanagan, certainly not his best day. Uh, really struggled shooting the basketball, was 4 of 12, made one of his three threes. Matt Morrell was also 4 of 12, made one of his five threes. Uh, Flanagan had nine, Morrell had, or excuse me, Flanagan had 10, Morrell had nine. So just, you know, typical box score stuff. But the rebounding component was the big, big difference for Ole Miss. And it's kind of been an issue for them all season, but that has got to get better. Uh, I'm not smart enough to tell you how they're able to do that. That is Chris Beard's job. And uh, we'll see if they're able to. Now, you're not going to play teams uh, quite like uh, Tennessee very often moving forward that have the, the length and the size and, uh, and the experience that they have. But, I mean, when you're getting two rebounds from Sharp and five from Cissé in his 22 minutes, and again, Sharp played 18. So, uh, I mean, th- that's just simply not good enough. Ole Miss only had 24 rebounds to Tennessee's 47 Ole Miss had four offensive rebounds to Tennessee's 19. Uh, that, that is your ball game uh, right there. Tennessee also had 25 assists. I mean, again, a really, really, really good basketball team. Ziegler had 10 uh, of those 25. But uh, that, that's your difference. That was the biggest difference in the game was Tennessee really just a lot more physical and athletic than Ole Miss. And um, I don't know, again, I don't know the adjustments that Ole Miss has to make, but they have got to rebound the basketball better uh, than they did yesterday if they're going to beat Florida uh, come Wednesday, if they're going to get to eight or nine SEC wins and, and give themselves a chance uh, to to make the NCAA tournament, you, you can't get out rebounded by twenty three. You can't give up nineteen offensive rebounds. They've got to find a way to be a better rebounding basketball team because otherwise, they're. I mean, they they still do a lot of good things. It wasn't all bad for Ole Miss yesterday. They shot the basketball okay. Uh, I mean, they made. You know, 38% of their threes against a, a longer, more athletic team on the road. Um, that That's, you know, that, that's a fine number. They've been better than that this season, but that's a fine number for them. Um, I think that you're going to get better games than what you got from Morell and Flanagan. We've got a sample size in this league of them playing better than that. So it wasn't all bad yesterday. They were just overmatched. But the rebounding thing is a huge, huge huge issue for this team and uh, we'll see if they're able to uh, to figure it out Chris Beard for what it's worth after the game uh, certainly not down on his bunch really I mean he talked about how they got outplayed and outcoached and all that but um, talked about how yeah the, the winning streak comes to an end but that did happen you know and uh, it's just one game uh, he gave a lot of credit to Tennessee and Rick Barnes and the atmosphere and all that but uh, listening to him he he doesn't seem overly concerned with how they played in one loss and, and that's all it is you know it's it's a, a big point spread loss but it's just one that's uh, that's all it is but uh, I mean more things to kind of demonstrate the uh, the difference in this game so uh, Tennessee had 12 more points in the paint than Ole Miss Tennessee had 22 second chance points to Ole Miss's five that further demonstrates 
the uh, the rebound discrepancy. And here's where the depth comes in. Tennessee had 12 more uh, bench points than that of uh, of Ole Miss. So just a rather dominating game from Tennessee. Not the end of the world. It's just one game. Uh, uh, losses were coming to this team, especially against uh, teams like Tennessee. Protect your home court. Try to find a win or two on the road and uh, see what happens. That's college basketball for you. But uh, we'll see with uh, with Florida on Wednesday. Win that game and you are right back on uh, on track. We'll see if they're able to uh, to do it. So uh, is what it is. That's the worst phrase in sports media, but that's uh, that's it. It's just one loss, and uh, we'll see if they can bury it. See you on the live stream tonight, and um, yeah, we'll talk recruiting hopefully. Uh, here very soon. Again, Ole Miss is in on a couple of offensive linemen. They're working the running back portal. All of that will be dropping uh, here very soon, I'm sure. See you guys tonight on the live stream. If not, you'll hear from me right uh, here on this feed again uh, after that. See you then. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.